Bless up to you. And thanks for checking out the Men Talk About podcast. I'm your host, Paul Newell. And this podcast is for everyone. This podcast features men discussing various topics in life, ranging from whatever to whatever. <laughs> There's a lot that we discuss here, and we get real. We, we, we dive deep into a conversation, and we have men from all different backgrounds that show up in this podcast and share their wisdom and get real in conversation, which is what this is all about, creating this league of extraordinary gentlemen. You want to learn more, you want to have more, we do have a Men Talk About group in the Mighty Networks in New Wellness neighborhood. Check the show notes for the website, which is newwellness, N-E-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S dot club. And without any further ado, here's the podcast. Bless up, bless up, bless up, everybody. This is Paul, the host of Men Talk About Who You With. Um, and I'm excited here. I mean, I always say excited. Really, what that is, is I'm energized. I'm energized to have this opportunity to have these conversations with men, real dudes, dudes I have high respect for, dudes that are doing big things in the world. And today, in this session, I got my man, Tommy Morris. Tommy Morris. Listen, people may be like, yo, who's Tommy Morris? By the end of this, by the end of this you're going to be like, yo, that's my man. That's my man, Tommy. <laughs> yo, so listen, let me, I, I want to give, uh, first of all, if you, if you're, this is the first time you're tuning in to the Men Talk About podcast, first, thank you. And um, oh, if, you're welcome. My first time too. Oh, bless up. Thank you. Thank you. So thank you for joining. Thank you for listening in on this conversation. These conversations are for men and for the masculine, those identifying with the masculine. And this is about education, inner work, and uh, development, helping helping them us really become a league of extraordinary gentlemen. And and we have men that are on the podcast. Men talk about men are, that are doing really positive things with their life that have come from different backgrounds and been able to accomplish powerful things. So we like to make sure we highlight those men um, so that they become an inspiration for all of us. They become an inspira- inspiration for me. Shoot, I still listen to my podcast on a regular, man. It gives wisdom on that jump, man. So, chilling, my man, Tommy and Mary J. And, yo, it's a beautiful thing. So, before I introduce Tommy, I want to give you my man. Um, my, I want to give you my experience with Tommy and his background. So, first time I met Tommy, uh, he was in the system. He'll explain more about that um, when, he, when, he, uh, when we dive in. First time I met Tommy, he was in the system. And first time I met him, I was like, yo, this dude right here is the truth. Like, I could see it in his eyes. I could see it in his eyes, man. It's like, and feel, I'm a big fan of that. Like, you know, really looking people in their eyes and like getting their energy. And this dude had it. He's got it. So we kept kept in touch. And we had the training background. So we, you know, we kept in touch. And um, like, I've seen him like, like just getting to know him over the years. Like this dude is a positive influence. He's his positivity. And he's always looking at a, a higher perspective that I, from my experience with, with him. And it's been uh, really a gift seeing him as he's like promoting himself with his business and just and the wisdom that he shares from his experiences, I think are tip top and I think are applicable in many areas of life. So um, without any further ado, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, I introduce you to my man, Tommy Morris. Tommy, um, introduce yourself and cover anything that you may want to share that I failed to cover, please. Um, no, I think you did a, a, a fantastic job. Um, yeah, as Paul said, we met while, while I was in prison, when I was getting short. Uh, at the time, I was married to a wonderful woman, no longer now, but we're friends. And friends with her brother, and so a friend of Paul, and Paul and my uh, former brother-in-law came to see me, and, and we, you know, we just really hit it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is how we come to meet. And yeah, we kept ties. This was, I don't know, what was this called? 2013, 14? Yeah, something was, like that. It was 14. Yeah. Yeah. I left prison in uh, 2018, August 28th. I did 26 years and nine months. I went in at the age of 16. I left at 43. Um, I'll keep that one brief. You know, I'll, I'll expand wherever, wherever you want or if you like. But today, I, I, um, I got into fitness in prison. I got into fitness 
as weight for survival. You know, I'm 5'10", 155 as a 47-year-old. So when I went upstate, I was 5'10", 19, and like 145 pounds. Yeah. And it was just dangerous. It was just dangerous. And I was tired of losing fights, you know, so I wanted to get in shape. I got in shape, yeah. learned how to box a little bit, uh, learned how, you know, more for like self-defense. Yeah. But what I've found more than anything was that, you know, when you're 19, I was 19 years old. I had to do a minimum of 26 years, possibly the rest of my life, at least 26 years, right? Which I did 26 years, nine months till I was released. Your mind can go some places, and and the fitness became a respite for me. Gotcha. Bro. It became like a place I could go in my mind, in my body, in a different place. And due to just bad shoulders and not knowing what I was doing when I was a kid, I basically destroyed my shoulders. So when I couldn't box no more, I became like an assistant coach Got on it. the boxing team, not an actual boxing coach, but I'll do like the strength and conditioning for guys who want to get into fighting, guys who want to lose weight. Right. And I just started training people, started learning everything I could, and I got my certification in prison, came out, and today I'm known as Coach Tommy Morris. I'm a, I'm a fitness, excuse me, I'm a fitness coach, I'm a yoga instructor, I'm a corrective exercise specialist, a weight loss specialist, and a sports nutrition specialist. And um, I'm struggling like every New Yorker. I've been out of here, out of prison for almost four years now, and it's a beautiful life, man. And that's who I am today. Bless up, bless up, bless up, man. So, yo, dude. I do all my training online as well. Oh, we're, see? Yo, and by the way, everyone, um, we're going to be promoting Coach Tommy um, at the end and throughout. Like, yo, you'll be able to check him out online, man. My man is doing, he's doing this thing. I saw you on one of your posts, how you had, um, there was, uh, you were training to do it and you, you had him doing the, uh, the flow, like the down dog to the up dog. I was yeah. like, what's up, man? That's what's up. Yeah. Well, well, I incorporate yoga into a lot of my fitness because most of what I do is usually based around functional fitness or weight loss. So your body operates good, yeah. which is great for weight loss because you got to use your whole body. You got to burn more calories. You got to get your body saying, oh shit, I'm too heavy to do this. I got to gain some strength. I got to drop some weight. Yeah. And you know. And you will, you know, but you, your body has to know that. And that's, that's kind of what I bring. That's what's up, man. Cause, cause especially seeing and experiencing your passion for the, for the, for the, I, I really call it like an awakening game, right? Helping people awaken to their true self, yeah. right? In body, mind, and spirit. Uh, I'm curious, man. Like, cause when you said, you know, I heard you say when you were doing your intro, you, you started like lifting and fitness, you know, to really like help yourself with defense, learn boxing, get yourself stronger, and what was it about like fitness that was able to really help you harness? Cause you even said, you know, your mind could take you some places, man. So yeah. in that situation. So what was it about fitness uh -huh. and training that, that really got you to activate and harness this energy? All right. Well, I, I, a few things, you know, I'm someone that, um, I don't have an extensive education outside of fitness. You know, I dropped out of school three weeks into the seventh grade. I was a street kid, you know, but um, I've had a lot of experiences and I noticed consistencies. I know patterns. I don't know. It's just the way my mind works. Hmm. And early in my bit, I'll never forget this. There was a, a guy that he was slim like me, maybe 160 pounds, the most about my height, no shirt on, ripped up like blue, uh, uh, like, like Bruce Lee, who's one of my idols, Bruce Lee and Jacqueline. Right. And he's doing single leg pistol squats in the yard. And an older guy I knew, I guess, you know, he wanted to like school me, like teach me about prison because he's like, yo, you're young. You just came in. You got a lot of time. Yeah. He said, you see that guy right there? He said, how old do you think he is? I said, like 28. He said he's about 42 right now. He's been in prison like 20 years. Wow, bro. And this dude is ripped, looking young, long dreads down his back. Dominican dude. And uh, uh, he said, that guy's a vegetarian. He said, that guy, you'll see him smoke a cigarette. You might see him do drugs. I'll leave his name out. He's a notorious guy. And, and I never became friends with him, so I'm not going to speak with him. But I've been around him. And uh, um, he said, basically, what I'm telling you is you need to stay in fucking shape. He said, you're young. You're skinny. You're a white boy. You're a fucking target. You better stay in shape. Right? This old Spanish dude. He said, just, he said and also, how you want to leave here, man? You want to look like one of these busted old men? Or look at. This guy, look at that. And he saw a point out older guys in the 40s and 50s and crazy shape. And I was like, yeah. And, and that became 
a motivation because I'm looking at like, oh shit, I'm not eligible for parole until I'm 42 years old. I got locked up at 16. I'm 19. Now I'm in the mountains. You know, I'm 5'10", a buck 45. I'm seeing guys that I seen three years ago on Rikers Island that were my size. They're like 190 pounds of muscle with fucking knife wounds and rips on their face. Like, like you know, you thought you walked into like 300 or some shit, right? Like, like, like your worst prison movie as a kid. So that was my big motivation. Like, I'm not a major tough guy. I'm not gifted where I, I could really fight real good. I had to learn on the fly. I learned a little on the street. And then that was different now, right, with these dudes. Right. You know, like all the toughest guys in your neighborhood, these are the toughest guys from all the neighborhoods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In one really fucked up neighborhood. Right. And, you know, but then in time, that fitness became a respite for me. And, and I've always been an intelligent guy. So I read and read and read everything. I tried different programs. I got big. I got cut. I did this. I did that. I did all body weight. I did all weights. I did powerlifting. I did boxing. I did everything. Yeah. And I found what works for me and I found consistencies and I'll sum it up with this. So I'm not too long with it. Yeah. Major consistencies I've seen with men who are in prison 20, 30, 40 years, 50, right. 60, 70s that were getting on a pull-up bar and busting out 20 chin-ups, 50 push-ups. Here's the consistencies I noticed with those guys. Few of them lifted heavyweight. And if right. they did lift heavyweight, their form was impeccable. Right. Most of them used light weights or body weight or a mix of both, and they all stretched. They all stretched. And the majority of them did not eat meat. The majority of them did not eat meat. And those who did, again, it was in moderation, you know? Yeah. It was in moderation. And so the so those were the things I was like, hmm, important for me. And then experimenting on my own, a lot of stretching. I learned yoga. I'm just why I'm a yoga instructor now in, in, in Shivananda yoga, which comes from Raja yoga, more concerned with keeping the body aligned so it's easier for you to focus on the mind and meditate, master, mastery of the mind. Mm-hmm. So I, for myself, what I, what I started doing was uh, lots of stretching yoga, mm-hmm. got away from the meat and got more into lighter weights, body weights, body weight and form. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, you know, not God's gift to the world, but at 47, I think I'm, I'm doing pretty good today. Good, 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 good. I think the proof is oh, in the pudding. Yes, man, most deaf. Like you, you just hit on something where I wanted, where exactly where I wanted to go next, because like I'm hearing you talk about the physical aspect of like, and it sounds like this is like this gem that you got while you were in prison is one as a gem that you could take on for life, right? Yeah. And that was like the physical lesson I'm hearing, right, that you got from there. What would, yeah. you, what would you say is the mental lesson that you got in prison that carries into life beyond it? You have to know what you're made of. And I'm going to call it my culture. My culture that I grew up in yeah. was East New York, Brooklyn in the crack era, right? Okay a working class neighborhood. A lot of people say it was a ghetto. I'm not using that term no more because you think people think it's like, you know, thousands of people on welfare. No, most of the people there work. And when we couldn't find work, we took was available. For me, it was a dude who offered me crack to sell from so I didn't have to sleep on a train and go hungry as a kid, right? I was willing to work, even though it wasn't the right work. But my rites of passage, right? Every culture, there's rites of passage when you start realizing what you're made of. Yeah. The people around you want to know what you're made of. We are herd animals. There is value in strength. There's value in bravery and in intelligence and yeah. in humility and all these things. And for me, it was, you know, when someone tries to pick on you in the street, it was, if I have to steal something to eat, I'm not going to have no food. I'm 13 years old. I'm sleeping on the train. I'm sleeping in the hallways. Wow. I got to steal something to eat. Mm. That's kind of scary. You're a 13 year old kid. Big dudes in the store beat the shit out of you for stealing. This wasn't back in the days with cameras all over the place. No, dudes that work in the store will beat the shit out, you know, yeah. and getting arrested. And now all of a sudden you're in an institution. How you handle that tough environment? Because people are going to hear about it when you come out. Are you going to tell? Are you going to be a snitch? Yeah. You know, these were my rites of passage. And there's an overly used term because I think it makes men feel good. They're like, yo, we're, I'm an alpha male. We're alpha males. This is how we talk. 
Mm. We are not all alpha male. I am not an alpha male. I have alpha characteristics. We all have some of alpha characteristics. Yeah. But I, I know what an alpha male is. A- right. In the worst ways, I know the alpha male gone wrong. I know. I know because I've been in dangerous situations with, you know, really, really A-type alpha males gone wrong in prison with nothing to lose that got 60 to life that's killed someone in prison before and you know when you're in your presence you feel something mm-hmm. and, but uh, you okay. feel that right and now mm-hmm. now if, if you take you know 100 people and there's 10 alpha males real alpha and 90 you remove the 90 now we just got these 10 alphas yeah well guess what somebody got to be the beta somebody is the least alpha and the overriding lesson I learned, not being an alpha male, is that the alpha don't always win. Mm. It's not always about physicality. It's mm. not always about violence. It's it's everything and who you are and how you get to where you got to go. Yeah. How people respect you, how you look at how you look at yourself at the end of the day more than anything. You got to know what's in you. The alpha does not always win. Mm. Beautiful when you got that on your side. Yeah, yeah. But it's okay. Yeah. If, it's okay if you're not. It's okay. You don't got to be a fake alpha, man. I'm cool with being me. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's so wild, right? Because like, oh man. So I had, we had this circle, um, this uh, this BIPOC men's circle last week and we brought in this energy of the mystic, right? Um, like, you know, you uh, have you read this book called King, Warrior, Magician, Lover? Yes, I did. So, you know, so like the archetypes, right? So the magician, yeah. the mystic, the West, the dark, like the the magic, right? And the reason why I bring this up is like, we talked about like, well, how do we create? And like, what is that unique part of you that you hide, right? Like that part of self, which is like, man, I know, I know I'm the best at this and I'm, I'm going to keep this on the low. Like, cause if I really sign this piece, mm. and like, when you're talking about like, you got to know what's inside you, it's like, I'm hearing some of that where it's like, you got to know what you are and how you how you go about things because you got to know how to maneuver in this world. And yeah. if, if a man, I'm going to speak for myself, when I fail to really live authentically, things can be extremely difficult. <laughs> I'm like pushing, I'm trying to push uphill. When I know who I am, I know how I move. You know, I know how I move. I'm not like anybody else. I think it's interesting, man, because as you talk about that, like, I think that's, I, I'm, I'm interested to hear your perception on like masculinity in, in our culture today. Cause like, when I heard you talk about the alpha male, like when you were describing it, I felt it. I was like, damn, yeah. like, damn. This yeah. Yo. So like, how, what's your thoughts? Real. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you think about masculinity today? Like, you know, how men are acting and how we treat um, things like this. I'm a little bit older, right? Um, my mother's Cuban, my father's Irish, 47 years old, born 1975. I didn't grow up with my father, but I think I got a little bit of that Ricky Ricardo shit in me. <laughs> a little bit of that my cheese smoke, ba ba ba. Gotcha. Like, you know, well, you know. Um, and for me, and it's different, I think my perspective on it has changed and changed and evolved and evolved and become more and more refined. And I don't think it's going to stop because of the, the changing times, myself changing along with it. Yeah. Um, with, in, with regards to how men are acting today, I can't give a general blanket statement because it, 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 there's so many differences, but I, I'll put what I'm seeing in certain things. Yeah. Um, like, for example, when I was a kid, I think an overriding impression for me about men is that they have to carry a weight. When they say something, it needs to be listened to definitely by definitely in his family, if no one else. Mm. And then after that, it needs to be listened to by other men. Mm. And, and, you know, and on one side, I'm not saying good, bad, anything on one side, you can be like, this is the problem. This is that machismo. This is that testosterone. And it, it could be that, but you also have to think. 
like for example, one 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 of my mother and father's famous stories. My my father was good with his hands, skinny like me. You call him skinny time. You know how to fight good. Mm-hmm. And you know my mother's Cuban. She she's curvy. And when they were young, they were on Jamaica Avenue in Queens. And if you're not respected, right? Why, oh, why you gotta be so violent and this down the third? Here's why you might think you need to in some environments if you don't know another way. Walking by, it was a Puerto Rican dude out there, smacked my mother right on the ass. Mm. Do you know how horrible my mother and father's life would have been if my father kept walking? He didn't have the skills to do that in a different way, to talk to in a certain way, where the guy might humble himself, might apologize. At least you would have that and you could feel good about that. He didn't have those skills. He knew what happens if I don't respond to this. And he said it's the best fight he had in his life. And these dudes, like, they could both fight and they just fought and fought and fought and fought and fought until they couldn't fight no more. Mm-hmm. They respected each other at that. They didn't become friends. Right. But the thing was now other people seeing that. Right. Anyone else who thought about trying to come at my mother sideways, rap to it, so they, they probably thought twice about that now. Had yep. my father walked away, she might have had all kinds of people coming up. Yo, your man is a bitch. Yeah. Leave you let a dude smack you in the ass. Come on, I'm a real dude, man. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. or my father could be walking down the street and be like, yo, bro, you was, you're a punk. Give right. me that fucking chain. And we'll take the chain off your neck because you're a punk now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. in that regard, in those kind of environments, when you have a propensity to control the situation physically yeah. and or harm someone if you feel necessary or to make an example, it is a benefit. And if you are a child and you are a woman, you want that. Because if you don't have that, you don't feel protected. Mm. So I come from that. This is what I come from. You know, and I also come, wow. I also come from, you know, being put in my head, like uh, um, my mother, God bless her. But like she used to teach me, like, younger girls are for fun. You want to get an older woman that's established, maybe good job and everything to take care of you, blah-blah. And you have the young ones for fun, but don't fall in love with a young girl. Yeah, like this is what she taught me. Wow, you know wow. what I'm saying? Like, and I, I, and, and 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 dudes, I looked up to. Another part about being a man, yeah. to me, I admired the dudes who were like ladies' men. Since I was a kid, I think I was kind of in me a little bit, yeah, or maybe I just wanted affection. I don't know what it was, okay. but well, and these were usually guys who had, you know, a wife, a family, yeah. a side chick here and there, or you know, boom, 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 yeah. and you maintained it, and you would dress nice. And these were what I grew up with being a man. Mm-hmm. So we, we fast forward now in 2018, you know, uh, being just in different various situations in my life, I know that, you know, in an easy situation, when you're confronted with low levels of aggression, maybe verbal, verbal aggression, if you don't have no skills, you're probably gonna respond the same way. You're gonna run away, you're gonna feel mad, you're gonna feel upset, you're gonna feel frustrated, maybe you're gonna fight. Either way, there's a negative thing going on. Yeah. Now, where I came from, you had to respond to that with violence. Because if you didn't, a small oppression leads to a greater one, you were saying that I was being weak and you were now targeted. Right. So my way was violence, I didn't have those other skills. And now I realize it's, it takes so much more to be able to maintain your, when you release anger, when you commit violence, you are expending energy. Yeah. Literally, literally, you see, sometimes when you have a really angry, all out screaming match, sometimes you feel drained. Yeah. You feel shitty. Yet you can't sleep. You're still there. Your whole face, changed, right? Yeah. But it takes a stronger person. Think how much stronger, how are you stronger when you release 90% of your energy or you retain 100% of it, right? So it takes a stronger person, obviously, to 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 retain that energy and stay with it, even when it feels really intense. And it takes skills that a lot of us aren't taught of how to diffuse the situation, of how to get through this person, like, you know, how to take this down a notch where you don't feel threatened. I don't feel threatened. We can speak to the humanity, each other, or even if it's just one way. And we could leave out of here feeling good about ourselves, right? And but yeah. if you don't have those skills, you're gonna really you're gonna re, you're gonna reach a level of frustration because this don't work. Yeah. Damn, man, my wife doesn't hear. I keep t- your wife off the table when you finish. It's like a hundred times. She's obviously not hearing me. I don't know how to make it hear me. I know one way to make it hear me. Wipe the fucking table. How many fucking times, man? Right. Fuck. Yeah. 
Yep. And have the skills. Yep. Right? I'm frustrated. My hand, yep. My and that's how it comes out, right? Yep. So my whole definition yep. of a man is changing, man. It's not just about the strength and the It's about having skills to deal with every situation, yeah. to be able to take the lead or knowing when I got to step back and follow, knowing yeah. when, when, when I can take a heavier burden off of you or when to say, yo, hey, Paul, yo, I need your help here. Yeah, yeah. Becoming a man is very different for me now. It's a constantly evolving process. Yo, but, and, and all right, I got to sum it up. I'm sorry, I got to sum it up. Yo, and I think yeah. that there's a lot of men that other, I'm singling no one out, but there are some men who never knew how to be a man. Um, now, a lot of stuff that's being taught to kids, good, bad, how you feel about it, I'm not totally sure. But I do have a lesbian sister-in-law who's an educator and she stays in my ear about this. But, you know, I, I do believe, you know, that there, there, there are certain skills that are definitively more of a man role you should have. I'm not saying that a girl can't have these skills. I'm not saying a girl can't um, uh, change a tire, right? Let's just go old primitive, right? Yeah. Change a tire. It's great if she could. Right. But if she can't, I'm not disappointed. You, my man, like, you should be able to change a tire. You got a car. This could happen. With, you, know, you, you, you should be the one. I don't know how to change the tire, by the way. I got mad man skills I still need. Right? So, and certain things a woman, <laughs> and certain things a woman, I believe, should know how to do. Yeah, so you know, what, are like, what are the skills you mean? Because you said this a couple times, right? So you're like, yo, I think a man should have, like, let's say a man gets to have skills, right? Like, what are the skills that you think? Because I'm I'm digging, what, I'm digging every, I, I, yo, I'm hearing you. I want before I really go before I you know I, I chime in. I want to know for you like what are those skills that you're like yo? This is a skill of is it like communication? Is it conflict resolution? Is it empathy? Like I don't know what are the skills that you see as like yo man got man gets to have these skills now for that evolution. Absolutely, without a doubt. I'm missing all the all the things all my country boyfriends got. Right, these guys grew up in. Maybe their own their family's house. They had to know how to fix shit. Yeah, they had to clean. You had to participate. You had responsibilities early. Work ethic, off the whip. Work ethic and communication, I think, are the two biggest things. And pretty much everything you said, I think a man should. I shouldn't say should. It's a horrible word. I think it's a good thing if a man can defend himself, defend his family. Yeah. You don't have to be able to do that. I think it's a good thing to be able to if you need to, as well as also have the skills to keep yourself out of conflict, to protect your family before it even gets there. Right. They, they, there's a lot of – because being – listen, I, I, could be, I could be Mike Tyson. I could beat up everybody on my friggin' block. Right. I can't stop a kid standing five feet away from shooting me in the head. What am I going to do? Or maybe it's a dude that, that I, I still can't I can kick everyone's head. Not his. Mm. Not his. And it's gonna go badly. Like, 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 is there another way out of this? <laughs> right? Do I have the skills to resolve this? Also, and, and, and humility. There, there has to be a balance, I believe, of you know, being confident and being humble. And I think being confident only comes from experience. It comes from training, putting in the work. And experience. The more you do that, the more your confidence is going to go up in anything you do, good or bad. Yep. And, and and humility at the same time. Don't start getting so. Don't get too full of yourself. For me, this is my basic shit. I think as a man, like if, I, if I'm raising a child, I am. And, and don't. The toughest dude you know, the toughest person that you might even be scared of, the dude you definitely don't want to get in a fight with. Speak to the softest motherfucker around you the same way you speak to him with the same level of respect. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Bless up. Speak to him with the same, just because you're tougher than him, just because you could bogart him, you could push him around. That doesn't mean you should. And it's not a good, it's not necessarily a good thing. If you have to, you have to. That's a very limited thing. But we want to have enough skills where that's your last, last, ultimate, ultimate, ultimate resort and to me those are the things now that i would like to see coming up as being a man and then when you go into like the the, the whole sexuality thing and, and 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 the gender thing i believe you're born with a gender based upon your chromosomes 
Yeah. Wherever you choose to go with that, people believe otherwise, it's, it's cool. I, I, don't, I don't mind. My thing is, whatever your lifestyle, whatever you're into, I respect it. It's your choice, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's either if it's your choice or maybe you were just born feeling that way. Whatever, whatever. It's, it's, it's what you're doing. Yeah. If, you can, if this is your life and it's working for you, who the fuck am I to tell you it's no good? I'm not. I'm not. I refuse to. Right. The only thing for me is like, don't make this shit too confusing for me. I'm going to respect you, but like, don't, don't make me too confused with all this shit. And don't make me bend everything where it kind of goes backwards. Well, now if I say, listen, I, I respect whatever you are, but I just believe we're born with a certain chromosome. That's, that's my belief. And I could possibly be demonized for that now, right? It just, I'm just a dialogue dude, man. I'm trying to be. Yo, man, bro. You, you... Try to keep an open mind, respect people, and keep learning. So I heard... So this is interesting. So I heard um, defense, be able to defend yourself, right? Yeah. Then I also heard conflict resolution. And then I heard, uh, I'm trying to think of the best. So it was like, it was really like a combination of authenticity and humility. Like really, like knowing yourself, right? Which you come back to. And also, like, ha oh, respect. That's another one I got. A man gets to know, like, about respect. You know, I'm curious. Uh, this brings me to a question. As you're talking, as we're talking about this, um, this brings me to this, this subject of values, right? And it's like, those are like, it sounds like those are some values that are necessary. Like, so are there any, like, when you think about, because we went into the mind, so I want to check in, like, values and spirit, right? Like, like from that spirit space, right? I know we were talking about what you learned like from prison, but I'm just thinking like from your experiences overall in life, man, like what is, what has your spirit taught you that you would teach others? I think what my spirit has taught me that I would teach others is to learn ways to, um, depending on how far you go into it or not, but even just, just in the smaller steps, take steps to find your quietest space, how you can learn to try to quiet your mind and pay attention to your spirit. Mm. That's what I think my spirit would be telling me to teach people. Yeah, bless up. That connecting the spirit, man. That Can inner voice, that what, what, you know, that. Like, so what's the way for, um, man, so this is interesting, right? Because I've been doing, have you ever heard of this thing, the Omega Point program? No. Oh, bro. Oh, man. I got it. Yo, man, dude, I, I got to put you up on this. So um, I, got, I've, I got in contact with this through this thing, all, um, through All Kings. Like one of the facilitators, uh, this guy, Bill Wick, he has this program uh, with All Kings that he does, right? And See, there's Omega Point program. It's, it's like parts work. So you get to identify different parts of your, 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 yourself, like those, these voices, right? And it's wild because like learning that way, I've been able to really connect with the inner voice on a pattern that's like, rather than trying to quiet it, it's more of, all right, um, what, what is it that you want to tell me? Right. Like what, what's the message you got for me? Cause obviously like there's something. So what, what, what is it? What is this? I don't know. Um, so what are the way, like, that's my way of really connecting to my inner spirit. I'm curious for you, like, what are the ways that you connect to that, that spirit within, man, like within you, bro? Well, it, it, it started with yoga, right? I tried to, um, I tried to learn how to meditate out of book. Didn't go too good. Didn't go. It was just very frustrating for me. What do you mean it didn't go too good for you? What does that mean? I I, I couldn't really grasp a moment of stillness, mm. physically, mentally. Like I I I think probably maybe I was grasping for it too much. I don't you know I'm not sure, but I was it was I was just too I was too much. I'm just too like sitting still was the hardest thing in the world. Mm. I still I don't like sitting still now. Like you'll you'll start seeing me start doing stretches and shit while we're sitting here. I'm literally in a full lotus right now. Right? Yeah, stretch yep. my hips. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, but at the same book, 
I did successfully learn Hatha yoga. And after doing the Hatha yoga for maybe a week or two, I tried the meditation again. Yeah. And lo and behold, it, it started working. Yeah. It started working. Uh, yeah. that, was, that was how it started for me. And um, I mean, now, now, I know, now I know why. The reason why is when you hold any stretch yeah. for 20 to 30 seconds, right? When you first stretch my bicep, right? Twisting, stretch my forearm and bicep muscle right now. Yeah. When I first do this, the nerve impulse tells the muscle to tighten so it does not rip the connective tissue. After 20, 30 seconds, mm. the nerve impulse is going to relax. The muscle is going to relax. So by doing yoga for, say, an hour a day, yeah. I got all the nerves in my pretty much your whole body to be more relaxed. So now when I sat and tried meditation, it, it, my body was more receptive. My body is more prepared for it. My nervous system was more prepared for it. Yep. Now I know why that happened. You know, this is why in yoga, you know, there's so there should be a lot of emphasis on, on, on again, not should the way I was taught, my is yoga, that there's a big emphasis on aligning the breaths with the movement and paying attention to your breathing. Yep. But when I'm paying attention to my breathing, I'm not paying attention to my thoughts. I'm Even following the breath into the body. Yep. You're creating that awareness in your body by focusing your mind on your breath. The breath is leading you into the body, mind, body, right? The mind, body connection, what connects it? The breath. breath, the breath, the breath is a connection between your mind and body. And once I started learning that, that's when I started learning how to do different breathing exercises. And, you know, I, I had anger problems. Oof, forget it. Rage problems, fear problems, um, yeah, no. psychological problems, PTSD, all kinds of shit since little. And I started finding little moments of relief from this. My life didn't get suddenly better. I didn't stop getting into fights. I didn't stop getting into problems. But it's just a little bit less. Uh, um, you know, instead of just raging all the time, I found ways to make myself feel good with this mm -hmm. yoga, with this exercise, with this meditation. And that's, you know, when I really started feeling like you intuit things. Not saying like I didn't feel like that on a clairvoyant way. Yeah. But I noticed that when I'm in a situation that causes a million thoughts or feelings or fear or anger or whatever, if I can come back down to the breath, it's almost like it's literally like when you're going through the feelings of anger, you say, Y'all, I'm scared. Right. I am angry. Yes. I am embodying it. I am saying I am anger. I am fear yeah. and you're that and once i started learning how to be able all right let's come back to breathing whether i was yeah. angry fearful whatever yep and come back into the body yeah now when i'm in the body i can observe these feelings i'm and i know that i'm not that i'm looking at that i'm looking at this situation right. he's probably got he's probably gonna be the first one to swing and this guy he's got to tone that rhetoric down yeah. What should I go this way or how do I get the fuck out of here? Because I don't want to be near this shit, man. Yep. Cool, but now I can think clearly if I want to, right? Right, because I'm focused on the breath. I'm just looking, yeah, taking things dude. in. I'll intuit, and now I can. Now I can not random thoughts. Now I can say, okay, boom, 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 execute. Yeah, go get out of here. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yep. that—that's what it 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 brought to me. Yo, that's what, listen, man, I got to tell you, this uh, yoga, I'm, I'm so happy you, you, you're talking about this because. This is my pit bull, by the way. Yeah, huh? uh, yeah, it's beautiful. I see the pictures on, on, the, on, on your Instagram page, man. It's fresh, man. Beautiful pup. Beautiful. Uh, so, man, it's, it's, it's wild, man, because I, 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 like, I like seeing more men doing yoga. Uh, because yoga is one of those things it, it really is one of, it's 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 a, it's like a science and when you bring the breath i remember that's that was one of the things i took away the most from yoga was the breath work and the meditation right and then bringing that through the movement right because like if i'm if i'm holding and tightening it's really like where is my breath how much am i really holding in and i i um it's why when I, I teach an intro to yoga class at lifetime and when I see more men taking class, I'm like, yes, man. Cause like, it's really expanding our mind, man. And, and the thing too, what's very interesting when you talk about bring, bringing the breath into a situation, 
that is really like um, a neuro linguistic type of pattern, right? Like, because now I got to bring my exec, if I'm going to bring my executive brain online, I get to breathe to allow my body to know that I'm okay. Like I'm good, right? Like, oh, I'm in my body. I am experiencing. And because I appreciate what you said in I versus I am, right? It's like, I am this, right? It's like, I'm experiencing anger because that means it can it can come and go right it can move forward it's yeah. locked it's like hey i'm experiencing this right now I'm you're not a victim of it yeah you, you, you for, and that and that's another piece that i love about that i really appreciate about the the um the 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 breath work and the mindfulness in yoga and like connecting the spirit man because it's a way of really being able to uh, uh man i just I, 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 best best way i could describe it, it's really it's a way for really person to connect with themselves and become the observer right and that comes back to that conflict resolution like yo i can take myself out of the situation how do i see everything how am i going to diffuse this do do, do do i gotta put these hands up well looks like it or it's like okay if i do this you know what i mean that's that mindfulness piece man that's that mindfulness piece yeah. Uh, man, that's, that's wild. Thank you for that, man. Uh, I'm curious, man, with coming back to something about, uh, you know, you, you told me some things as far as like spirit and, and, and like your passions with fitness. And I'm curious for you, like, where, where are you going? Like, we, you know, we talked about where you've been, uh, where you are. I'm curious to know for you, like, with, with, with the experiences in tow, right? And moving forward, where are you going? Or where do you want to go? Really interesting. Um, where I want to go, well, one, I'm, I think I'm already in the process. I um, definitely want to go more build, build, building my fitness brand. Um, this is like from the practical base, right? Building my fitness brand, my nutrition co uh, coaching, weight loss coaching, stuff like that. You know, my yoga corrective exercise. I want to do that, obviously, so I can secure, you know, American dream, right? Yeah. The house and house is paid for. At some point, you're going to work no more. Yeah. It's reality, right? I'm, I'm raising a, I have a wife and a child to raise. Word. I didn't make them, but I act like I did. Bless and up. I want, I want my own. But um, <laughs> that level, but I think where I'm going personally, I, I want to, continue to develop myself because when I came out of prison it was it was a rocky road don't get me wrong it was a rocky road I had to overcome a lot of things some things self-created some things were just the obstacles of life you know whatever and I, I want to take all this together and continue to keep refining myself to become a better communicator mm -hmm. to possibly facilitate workshops I want to do public speaking I want to get out there I want to use dialogue you know um I've been fortunate where I think I can speak pretty good. Sometimes I, I think I can relay experiences or certain insights in a way that a lot of people can relate to, hopefully. And if I can do that in a real way, that's where I'm going. Because I think that's how I'm going to develop me. This is I, I, I want to earn my money. Not like, damn, I got to go to this fucking job. Yeah. I want to earn money doing something that is of service. Mm. Two thirds of my clients have been with me the whole time I've been out of prison. They stay with because I've been of service, right? People from, you know, 20s to 80s because they, their body feels good. Right? Like, I feel good about that. You know what I mean? I feel good. And I say, yo, this chronic, um, I had two clients with this in, in the shoulder and neck, chronic nerve damage that causes like a frozen shoulder, pain in the neck, headaches, jaw ache, blah, blah. One client, it's gone. It's gone. I have to focus on that with corrective exercise. Another client, it rarely happens it doesn't happen 20 about 25 maybe for every time it happened before 25 percent now right 75 percent gone i feel good about that man you know I, I feel good that i can serve people in a real way i say all the time i used to sell death i used to sell crack and, and, and carry guns mm -hmm. now i sell life you know now 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 i sell life now i help people become healthier enjoy their life better do what they're doing and i want to cultivate that and to cultivate that is i have to keep cultivating me you know what I mean? It's the only way because I am the service provider. Yes. I'm an expert in my field. I'm an expert in all the stuff I know, and I'm still learning more. 
but yeah. it's not just about that expertise it's about that application it's about training people it's about dealing with people it's about being able to change on the fly i coaching and training is is the experience i've gained i've I love this shit, man. Yo, brother, it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. I can tell you're passionate in it too, man. It's like, and and you said something that resonates deeply for another word, uh, another way I would I would describe you is like a a man of service. Like, yo, you really are of service to people because like I, I have an idea of what you do to be of service. And I'm curious for you, like, what are the things on the back end that you do? to support your clients, to be of service. That is a beautiful thing. I'm so glad you asked me that. Yeah, so what, what I started doing. Uh, yeah. Well, one, all, all my clients, obviously, they, they have my, my personal number. And I always have them check in with me. Something yeah. feels stiff, something feels tight, check in with me. Hey, I woke up, the back is tight. I know we got to work out now. I don't know if I can do it. Hey, why don't you try doing this, then the third, the way we've always done, boom, boom. See how you feel. Let me know in 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, I have that for them. Uh, and what I'm doing now is I've got a beautiful nutrition plan, a 28-day nutrition plan that I'm now offering all of my clients. And, uh, and, and it's, it's also going to have coaching as well. There's, there's, you got to text me three times a day. Yeah. You're going to get on the call once a week. And we're going to be working out three to six days a week, mm, four weeks, so for that's four so weeks. If you stick to that, if you stick to what I got going on there, very, yeah. very flexible nutrition plan, whether you eat meat or not. Mm, mm, you stick okay. to that for four weeks and show up to the workouts, you are going to shred. Up, bro. <laughs> you're going to shred. I know you're, you're like your mastermind, man. I know you study, it's so, study time. It's here, such a simple, effective plan and it's so flexible that's up that's up yo how do people get in contact with you they want to get they want to get in on that plan they want to get in on the plan uh message me directly on instagram tommy core.fit t-o-m-m-y-c-o-r-e dot f-i-t message me directly on tommy core.fit uh, preferably, if you know, if you're really involved with it, I'll get back to we'll exchange numbers and we'll go off the phone because I'm not on Instagram all the time. I go to check messages, see if people come in, you know, establish our, our contact stuff, um, set up a time for a consultation call, and we're getting a consultation call, of course, nobody, nothing. Bless up, bless up, man. Yo, check my man out. Check my man out. Yo, listen, uh, I appreciate I appreciate the time that we put that you put into help like just get, giving the people's an insight into you and also I, I think you dropped some gems in this piece um about, about masculinity oh I, yeah you did you did um what you see as far as masculinity in this day and what you've seen and and i appreciate where you're going as far as like really being a service to others and i see big things for you always man i see big things for you uh so i, I i'm gonna say you know i'm gonna support you any way that i can man and uh, uh, one question I want to leave with, right, uh, is what's, what's something that, wow, damn, I just, I just got this other question that just came to me. It's like, so, um, what do you want to be remembered for? What I want to be remembered for. Mm -hmm. I want people to say that I was always a gentleman, yeah. true to my word, word, and that I was able to be of service to people. That that's just a big part of the the linear yoga, the lineage of yoga I studied. I also studied a lot of a lot of Buddhist stuff. You know, it it was repeated so many times and put in ways that make so much sense to me. Is that serve people while you're here, yeah. serve people while you're here, and your your life is going to go just a little better at least just a little bit better by being just a little more service in some way. And it doesn't mean you have to be, you know, a wandering penniless monk. You can do that. Cool. I'm not doing that. Or you can <laughs> genuinely, yeah, it's not the life for me right now. Or you can do what you do in a genuine way. You can yeah. do your job in a real way. I can be stuck in a room putting stickers on peanut butter jars well, let me make sure I put them on in a way where they're probably not going to come off. Then. 
Right. It's serving something, man. Like, like do it with, with, with that intent, man. If, if I'm going to open a door, I'm going to open a door for somebody. I have a chance to open a door and I don't know. I'm going to grab the door. Little thing. Those little, little tiny choices. When you make your best choice, the smallest little choices you have, and you consistently choose the better choice, your life will start to open up and the quality of choices, the quality of choices before you will open up. Mm-hmm. When you consistently make the better choice, your life is going to close. The right. quality of your choices is going to close. Mm-hmm. Like when you find yourself serving three years in solitary confinement in a cell in Attica. How'd that happen? A long series of bad choices. Shit, and I had life. And how did I make it out? How did I start doing things differently? How did I get people to want to help me get out? By consistently turning that around and making good choices. Every it, the ones you think don't matter matter. Bro, when it's five thirty in the morning and it's freezing, Coach. and you want to get back inside and you don't want to pick that dog shit up, like man, fuck it. It yeah. matters. Matters. Know that it matters. If you choose to walk away, know it's negative. Know it matters. You just you, you ain't dealing with it right now. Just be aware. Yeah. I say it makes you the worst person in the world. Just know that it matters. Yup. Speaking the truth. Telling you, the truth, but that's my belief. Not that I'm a guru or nothing. That's just my belief. Well, you know that that what you say is practice, man. That's practice. It's 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 something that I talk to the people that I consult, right? The men that I consult, when we're looking to make shift, it's I I, I encourage them about language and like let's focus on the practice of this, right? Practices. I'm going to focus on doing this every day. And when you talk about these little decisions that's truly presence and intention which comes back to which comes back to mindfulness and meditation right so the thing i the thing i'm hearing in this is like really man stay stay on your mind game (laughs) stay stay on your mind game and be present with the little choices that you make because the smallest choices that you make and making better choices each time is is going to contribute to the bigger decisions that are made and make it a better decision each time so that is a freaking thank you for that, man. I'm taking that one with me because it's the little things, man. And brother, to come back to something that you said before, two things. Um, first is that that little thing of 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 um, doing it when you don't want to, right? And this is that part of I'm learning myself is discipline, right? Is like, yeah. yo, man do that shit <laughs> like yeah. do that. like get it done man and it, and then and then there's also this accountability like like getting it done and then like if, if it's tough to get it done then like saying say it's tough to get it done that's that that's something that i'm noticing is like is very is very important right and and, and being authentic and real about it yeah and um and the other thing too is like when you talked about meditation and like learning to sit and then like you're like Yo, I gotta move and shit. I want to encourage people. I want to encourage the men that are listening to this. That is welcome, right? When you're doing meditation, right? Because I go through that too. I've been doing yoga for uh, it's going on eleven years. And brother, I started meditating again for thirty minutes a pop, right, a day. Man, don't you know when I first started, Coach Tommy? I was like this. I was like, it's probably like I don't even know how long it was too, but I just kept my eyes closed. I was like. Sit with myself. Yeah. So I can barely sit here without moving. You know what I'm saying? No, listen. I want to tell the guys out here, like anybody listen, whoever's listening to this, listen, a meditation, yes, is great to quiet the mind. And sometimes it's about practicing sitting with yourself. Even if you fidget and all that stuff, practice just sit there. That in itself is a discipline. And every time when you meet yourself in that consistent place, you're going to see it's going to get easier and easier. Once it gets very easy, then you move that junk to 60 minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like whatever you can. Maybe it's a minute for you right now. A minute. You know what I'm I, saying? I like, got a method for that myself. Yeah. Yo, what's your method before we wrap up? I'm curious because I, yeah, I like I like you. My method for me? Yeah. I got to do a lot of stretching. I have to warm up and stretch really good before I sit, oh, right. I fidget I'm less. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna fidget less 
and of course I try to be aware of the fidget, the itch, whatever it is, the little pain, the cramp, blah, blah. If yeah. it gets to the point where it's just too distracting, I realign with the tension. I give myself permission. So if I'm sitting, if I'm sitting in meditation mm-hmm. and I notice that I'm just getting like real slouch or something, well, shit, I'm not going to stay here, right? Nice. But I want to consciously, when I breathe in, all right, extend the, extend the spine through the crown of the head. Yeah. Breathing out, relax. So yeah, I move, but I did a concert. Or even if I'm in perfect position, yeah. and I just feel really, 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 I, I just can't get away from it. At some point, I'll give myself permission. You know what? Just let me stretch that. Yeah. Hold yeah. that for a set, move. All right, reset, come back, realign. And if it's still uncomfortable, I'm still going to resist it as long as I can and try to keep coming back to the breath. Of course. And if it comes to a point where I feel like I really have to stretch it again, all right, stretch it again. Realign, come back. It's about coming back to the breath, coming back to that alignment. The postural alignment is to help you breathe freely. So it's easy for you to come back to the breath. Just come back to the breath. People think, oh, if I move, I'm doing it wrong. If I think I'm doing it wrong, if you think about something and you become aware, oh shit, I got lost in my thoughts, and yeah. you bring your awareness back to your breath, you did it right. You Every time right, you do man. that, you're doing it right. You're doing it right. It you is. got it. There it is, gang. Bless up, bless up, bless up, man. Dude, I'm so man. Listen, first of many conversations, man. Blessings to you, man. Thank you, thank you for this combo. It was it was beautiful, man. Um, and it was great to get to connect with you in this way, man. And yeah, likewise, man. And, you know that was this this is this has been fun, man. This has been fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man. Listen, I'll before and, and as we wrap up, man. Just if you can do one thing, I'm gonna uh, if you can again tell the people the ways they can get in contact with you because I heard you say you have a program or some programs out right now, and then yeah. also take. Um, you know, uh, I'm going to give you some time to to say, you know, again, I know you had a piece to, before, but if there's anything last that you want to say to the people, take this opportunity and like, you know, give last thoughts and then we'll wrap up, man. My last thoughts, one of the things, if it works for you, it works for me. Use whatever time you spend in another person's presence, especially consistently. Mm-hmm. If you more often not walk away, not feeling too good about it, Try to not be in the presence no more or minimize as much as possible. And on the other side, there's two sides of this, right? And, and, and the other side of that, if you're in someone's presence, especially more than once, and you walk away feeling pretty good, maybe you want to stick with them. Man. Maybe you want to keep that connection strong. Um, and what was the rest of the question? I'm sorry, Paul. Yeah, all good. And what's the handle? What's like a way people can get in contact with you? Oh, well, way people can contact me, you can... You can see me on IG, T-O-M-M-Y-C-O-R-E dot F-I-T on Instagram, TommyCore.fit. You can message me. My email is the same at gmail.com, TommyCore.fit at gmail.com. I'm not that great with the emails, but I'll try to catch them. And if I get a mysterious text on my phone that says, hey, see you on Paul's podcast, 862-213-2710. Bless up, bless up, bless up, Tommy. Oh my God, my dog is trying to bite me. Oh, that's my beautiful dog. All right, man, man, blessings, blessings to you, Coach Tommy Morris, man. Thank you for this time. For everybody, Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure. My man, always, man, man. My pleasure too, brother. It's freaking fun. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. I heard you say thank you. You're welcome, brother. It's been a gift and a pleasure. Uh, for those that are listening in, man, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to these conversations. Leave a comment, some things that you want to hear. Uh, maybe some questions that you have. Uh, any questions that, that come across, I'll share them with Tommy and then like I'll type in his answer and whatnot. So yeah, man, share this with some folks, man. If you find value in this, share this with folks. And uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. There's always a way to support and donate to the Men Talk About podcast. And also on newwellness.club, N-E-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S dot C-L-U-B. That's a private online community. We got a, we got a private Men Talk About page some challenges for men only. Uh, and also we got some overall content for everyone. So go check it out. It's going to be, it's a beautiful thing for right now, up until uh, June 1st, it's free for entry. After that, there is a month beat fee. So blessings to you all. So happy to have you out here. Peace. And until next time, I'm out. Peace.
Yeah, buddy. Thanks for listening to the Men Talk About podcast. This is your host, Paul. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for staying to the end. Thanks for for getting all the gems. Thanks for supporting this podcast. Thanks for supporting these conversations that men are having, these authentic conversations that men are having. And hey, listen, if you like this conversation and you want to have more authentic conversation, men, women, with all in a collective, join me in Mighty Networks at New Wellness Neighborhood. New Wellness, N-E-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S dot C-L-U-B. Check it out. This is a community for people that want to grow, people that want to do the inner work, people that want to educate themselves and educate others. Join us. And thank you for checking out the podcast. And until next time, peace.